Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Fatback 4 for this Sunday night from the LFC Day Trippers in association with Felicon, our new charity partner. We will talk about them later on in detail because I want the lads to have a word about it. And in particular, Sean, he's going to have a fucking word with everyone about this because he's good at that shit. Um, Palace won Liverpool 3 from Selhorse Park today. Um, a big win for Liverpool, three more points, uh, capitalising on City dropping some points at Southampton yesterday and giving ourselves a squeak, an absolute squeak, but we'll have a look at it as we go on throughout the show. Um, Kev, Keith, Shawnee, you're all very welcome. Shawnee, I'm coming to you first because Keith is trying to stay on mute for the first four minutes of this show because his wife decided to put on the washing machine and he's having a good gander there to see the clock and it's still at four minutes. So, Shawnee, I'm going to come to you first. Um, initial thought, Shawnee. Are you just taking wins as they come? You don't really give a fuck because that's the way I am at the minute. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's kind of with the with the way the Premier League has become in terms of you want to win it. Like there's no business end of the season anymore. It's always business. Like you mm. know what I mean. So you 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 can't really can't really afford to drop points at any stage. Like especially yesterday with. With City dropping points. Look, I think this weekend was a big one because when I looked at the fixtures this weekend, I saw, obviously, I I was expecting City to win away at Southampton, but you see West Ham are playing United, Chelsea are playing Tottenham, and Arsenal are the only one started with a kind of a gimme with Burnley. And you're kind of looking at the top six in the table and you're thinking, right, everybody's playing each other here, so this is an opportunity to gain um, points uh, on somewhat where you consider rivals because look you don't want to get dragged into that mess that's that's about to unfold behind mm-hmm. us I feel yeah. and you kind of want to keep City honest and I think after the draw yesterday keeping City honest was a big thing and it's a weird one because like sell hosts there's obviously demons there from 13 14 but it's actually and, been and a the happy commentators hunt. let us know about it every four and a half yeah it's today. it's been yeah yeah exactly and it's been a happy hunting ground since I think Klopp's won every game he's had there so it's it's the most undodgy of dodgy dodgy grounds that we have. Like we seem to, we always seem to get 
the result there and we can't make it difficult at the best of times and that's what I was going to be today because to be honest with you the bit I've seen of Palace this season I've actually been impressed I feel like they're one of the more unlucky teams in the Premier League with giving up uh, goals late on in the in games and they seem a bit gun shy but they seem to play a good brand of football and Vieira does seem to be getting a tune out of whatever's there like their normal perennial hangers around of the relegation zone sort of just to be safe but they do look like they'll kick on so I, I was expecting a tough game today and that's how it turned out yeah Kev I'll come to you because um, me and Chris done the, the post-match show earlier because you decided to go to the pub and we, we literally told you don't come back from the pub stay there we have it covered because uh, you went for Guinness and we're not like after what's gone on in Ireland for the last 22 months you're well entitled to get on the pub today um, but what we were saying was is that you know, we get into the game and stuff, but Palace never give up. They usually will give up against Liverpool. And they never give up. And Vieira's kind of brought instilled this thing at them that they go till the end. And he had a hard task when he took over from Hodgson because of the amount of players that of a certain age that were looking like they were out of contract and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, they stuck at it and stuff like that. It, it, it's a big win there. I think, that, I think that's a big win there today after what's gone on during the week with us as well. It is. I mean, any any time you come, you know the way the games are at the minute. That they all come in blocks. Uh, this is the last game of the, the Christmas block. So, <clears throat> with the way January was expected to be an absolute nightmare with everyone going away, January's actually been pretty good to us. And you talk about Palace with Vieira. The job Vieira has done. Um, when he had to go, when he went into Palace, yeah, he had an aging squad and a lot of those players left. But the ones that were still there had been drilled by Hodgson into a certain way of playing over a good long time. And he's gradually changed that to a side now that play out from the back, they're confident, they're young, and they're brave on the ball. And those are the type of sides that, you know, they've got today was a free hit for them, especially for the younger players. And they did they did well for, for the chunk of the game that they had. And that was a potential banana skin for us, especially with the fact that we played on Thursday night. It was more or less the same side that went out again. And it was the end of a, a long run of games without yeah. much change in the side. So it was um, I, it was one of those, just give me three points. Don't give a fuck how you get it. Just yeah. give me three points. And we'll just go away on our break and come back again refreshed. Good stuff. I'm going to test this now to see if we're okay. But Keith, um, first question is, what top is that you have on? Um, a, couple, a couple of people have asked. And <coughs> secondly, are you just taking these results as they come? Just take them and go because, like Kev said, we play Thursday night. It's more or less, it's one change from Thursday night, I think, um, in the lineup. And sometimes you have to just go, not play our best, score three, win the game. That's it. Good luck. Enough about the game, Gav. It's uh, Boca Juniors 81 jersey that I have on. Nice. Uh, Maradona special number 10. Uh, great bit of kit, but I was, I had it on the other day and I was getting loads of stick. My mates were all saying, are you wearing a tip jersey? People else would order them understand that. So they've absolutely rubbished me top. So I was like, fuck that. Getting it on again. So yeah, Boca Juniors 1981. Adidas original special. So the match... You take the wins as they come. You take all the points as they come along, no matter what way they fall. But, you know, we've had a tricky period. Do you know what I mean? Like, people were looking at this as um, a chance for Liverpool to really fall away in the title race. And with the lads at AFCON and, you know, injuries and things like that creeping up on us, to, to get where we've gone, no matter how you get there, once you get there and place yourself 
to give yourself a chance. It's all you can ask for. And uh, I just think, you know, this team, we maybe don't credit them enough. You know, Man City are a phenomenal team. We all know that. They slipped up yesterday. But the gap between us and the rest, you know, us two and the rest is huge. And even if we're not going to play well and still churn out a 3-1 win, we'll take that every day of the week. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, you know what? It's, I thought we were good um, for certain parts of the game. I just thought there was periods in it where we just, there was two certain periods in it, which I'll get into later, where I thought we just... The whole, the whole last hour of the game. Yeah, no, well, I, I thought there was a period where we switched off. And then, and then the And then there was, there was another period where we just didn't manage things at all. But, Shani, I'll come back to you, because the lineup, like we said, is one change from towards the K. Gordon goes out, Oxley chamberlain comes in. And he's going to... Keller and Allison. Oh, Keller and Allison. sorry, two changes. Apologies. Um, Keller is... Steps out. Allison comes in. Sorry, my my apologies. Um, and he's he's clearly said, right? Listen, we have a break now to Cardiff. One more big effort here, off the back of the Southampton and Man City result the night before. Let's go for it. Let's see what we can get. And I was delighted with the lineup, Johnny. I really was. I didn't want them to try mess around with that and I go will I do K Gordon again I didn't want to do that. I wanted to see exactly what he put out there today because it just shows that look I don't care all of them players on the pitch now and we have to go and try and win this yeah and I think the approach to the game you look at the we're absolutely brilliant for the opening 25-30 minutes we're creating chances at will while pressing, there's intensity. There's players getting torn in midfield. I thought Robertson as good as I'd seen him for a long time. I thought he was unbelievable. Exactly. I thought Bobby would thought Bobby was brilliant as well. Ball was sticking to him. He was popping up. This is only in the first half an hour, Gav. And yeah. then 30, 25 minutes, yeah. And then we do we do what we've been doing this season. We go tune it up, and I don't know what the crack is. I just it, it's just the the lack of game management is astonishing. In my like, I just don't. I, I can't get my head around it. I don't. I, I don't understand how our approach. I understand trying to kill a game off, but like the the chances we give them, they didn't even have to be good to create well, I want, chances. I, I want to. Th- I want to talk about that later. But I, I, let's let's go into the fourth part of the game because Liverpool start really well and get yeah. that early goal. And Shawnee, it's a brilliant corner. It's a brilliant header, and we should be doing that more, shouldn't we? When you see the, yeah. how good a quality we have from their ball. And the sort of players we have, like a Virgil van Dijk, or even a Fabinho, um, Matip, Canates, if he's on the pitch, big guys that are really good at headers, Jota included. Um, but it was a lovely goal to see, wasn't it? And when you see it, you go, yeah, we needed that because we're not doing enough of it, Shani. Yeah, and uh, like Virgil has got a few goals for Liverpool. Um, and he, he, he should definitely have more, but... That's the first one of them headers he's he's had. Yeah. Probably a bullet header. Like the normally glancing, that's a bullet. That's a bullet into the front stick. And you could actually you could see him turn around when he was celebrating going, how's that like? Because it's obviously it seems like to me that is something that's discussed among the squad that you should be doing that more often. And you could kind of see by his reaction that he was saying, How's that like? So is that more like a sort of thing? It's a, it's a brilliant ball. It's a it's a it's a brilliant set piece, Gab. It's a brilliant set piece. It's he pulls off all the traffic, he, see, he finds himself in space at the front post and he meets it like a steam train and it's a great start. And you're thinking now when you're watching Liverpool, just get take one of these early chances and we can get a full hole in the game and, and that's how we play it out. It's it's a brilliant opener. 
Reclaimer says nine goals this season were the top scorer from set pieces. If that's true, that that's really surprising to me because me I do yeah, look at Liverpool. I do look at Liverpool <laughs> set pieces and I go, we should be doing more. But the key to it for me was when you watch a lot of Liverpool corners. Virgil Van Dijk is probably between the penalty spot and the edge of the box, and he's jostling and he's trying to get a little bit of movement. This one, he just makes a run early, and he's just trying to attack space. And it's amazing how w- once he gets a little bit of room and the ball is in there how free he can get because if you watch other corners and free kicks where Liverpool are attacking the amount of people hanging out of Virgil van Dijk and blocking off his run and not letting him get any sort of run never mind jump is unbelievable but that today was just quality movement a brilliant header because it's very easy to you know head them over head them nearly back where they came from um, but it's a, it's a really really good header and it puts us 1-0 up and Kev that's a, that's a real settler on Eight minutes, I think it was. Early, yeah. Um, it's a real settler. Um, but Liverpool <clears throat> get right into a groove. Then Liverpool are just like dominant from there. There's, there's no, there's, there's only one team in it, and they're yeah. absolutely all over Palace. And they get a second on thirty two in Oxley Chamberlain, and it was no less than they deserved, wasn't it? Or no more than they deserved. Sorry, Kev, because yeah, for all the play they had, they deserved at least two. On it did, yeah. I mean. I'll be honest, I thought Palace were poor for the corner. The market was poor, very, very poor for allowing Virgil that kind of space. And then for our second goal, allowing Robertson time to pick his head up. And there was three or four in the box, and it was just a flat cross. Just I think they were questioning Bobby being offside because he went for the ball. Mm-hmm. But Ox took it, and he took it down, slotted it away at 2-0. It was lovely. And the thing is, he's coming back from a knock as well. Just the first 35 minutes of that game reminded me of a fighter going into a world championship fight knowing that I've got to do this early because I don't have the legs to go 12 full rounds. And it was very much along those lines that I thought with Liverpool. I thought they went hell for leather for the first half an hour to try and get it, get the game done because they didn't have it. They knew they had, didn't have it in the tank to go toe-to-toe with Palace for 90 minutes or wait until the last 20 or whatever. It just felt the, the intensity that we were playing at was way above what I'd seen for a good while. And it was it was nice to see, obviously. But you could tell later on that it took a toll. Yeah, it absolutely did. And, and you yeah. could probably see from Palace's lineup <clears throat> that they thought towards they might take a, make, take a toll because yeah. Palace lowered their bench. With Benteke, Ayu, um, Eze, that they lo- they load their bench in that way. And when I looked at the, I said it to Chris earlier. When I actually looked at Palace's side, straight away I jumped out at me and I thought these are hanging on here till 70, 75. I'm putting a big fifteen minutes in to see exactly what um what they can get out of it. Um, Keith, I come to you because we score on thirty two, and I think from thirty five minutes till half time, we're all over the place. And this is what I think of it. I think we completely switch off and it's a case of it does become a bit too easy and when it becomes too easy we start making silly, silly mistakes um, and it's highlighted by Matip who just for no reason plays a ball across his box as, and you can even see the way he, his body his body language as he hits it it's a real case of I'll oh, just pass this over here we're, we're under no pressure whatsoever that's nearly what's killing us Keith it's not footballers against us it's we try kill ourselves by completely switching off and thinking everything is so, so easy very unmatted, like, wasn't it? Um, I Joel is usually they're usually carrying the ball, and anyway, he's never usually passing it, blowing across the box like that. But 
I hear what you're saying, Gav. You know, we we tend to, and I don't know if it's instruction to just get stuck in for half an hour and then sit back or whatever. But we all, we don't seem to be able to play a full pelt for the for the whole half. Do you know what I mean? Like we always seem to have a down period where teams can get at us, and we were giving them chances. Do you know? We'll talk about the whole match later on. You know, but I think I think Palace were a bit overblown. You know some of the, the dominance that they had, we didn't give up that many chances. The first half, we did give up a couple. But, yeah, it was true our own sort of mismanagement of the game and the situation. Now, because if you're playing against a team that has, like, um, Edward and um, Atete, you know they're going to try and just hit them channels. They're going to be getting the ball over. And he had uh, Alise as well, Connor Gallagher. Very play- even Will Yeo was playing the midfield. He was a, always an attack-minded midfield player. Do you know what I mean? So they were always going to try and get players up up high when they could, and we just we just let them have it. Do you know what I mean? I think there is definitely something there that we're we're not dominating as maybe as we should do. But look, we've said it. You get the win. That's the important thing here. That you can get that win and see where you go because I just think Virgil you know he's not super man he's not super human take a world come back from injury and things like that and what we're getting out of him isn't 100% Virgil it's maybe 75% 80% Virgil and you know that'll all take time the fact that we're, we're getting exposed a bit I, I don't think Klopp is a stupid man or Pep Linders is a stupid man do you know what I mean I think they know they, they set the team out to play a certain way, but if you're going to give up sloppy chances, you're going to give teams you're going to give teams an opportunity, and that's what we seem to have been doing. Teams aren't really breaking us down; they're sort of jumping on us when we're taking this little downtime that we tend to do every game, and we're not doing ourselves any favors with it. But you know, I don't know if I'm giving Klopp too much credit that he's a genius that he's telling them, look, play shy for a few minutes, give them a chance, <laughs> yeah, I think and are. then just put the foot on the throat and punish them again. Because it's every game. It's every game. We're just giving, we're, we're being dominant in games, but, and then we're just taking that foot off, and teams are just getting into it, stuck into us. So, But, think, but, this, but this is the thing, Sean, I'm going to ask you, because you said the word game management earlier, right? I don't think this is game management. Right? No, no, no. What I mean, listen, hear me out. Game management to me is when, say for argument's sake, they, they, they switch something over. Just say they switch wingers. Right, mm-hmm. and they decide, right, we're going to change our shape a little bit, and we're going to try to get maybe one of the forwards to drop into midfield. And we have to manage that. We go, right, this is what we should do, this is how we snuff this out, and we manage that situation as it goes. This to me isn't game management, this to me is completely switching off, over, and it's all done ourselves. What well, you know, what I mean, like. If we pass that ball around for the last 10 minutes of the first half, we, we have managed that well because we our actions have, have spoken. We're just yeah, totally off, Johnny. Game management is control, Gav. Yeah, you but that's what I'm saying. Game, we have, we have control of the game. That's the funny thing. Yeah. But when you see what Matip does, that's not a game management thing to me. That's That, to me, looked like somebody no. that got the ball torn and went, ah, listen, this is all fucking grand. What grand? No one's going near us. And it's just complete... Um, Nearly a disrespect for the game that's in front of them. That's what I feel it is. Well, the game management comes from when you're 2-1 up at 60, 70 minutes and they're getting in behind. Airline is getting higher mm. as the game goes on. It's yeah. getting higher and they're getting in behind. And you could see Alisson, when Olise has the chance where he tries to think and go, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, That's game management. 
That's game management. Yeah, and I that's agree. control. And we don't control games. We don't control a game. This this Liverpool side at the moment is closer to 13-14 Liverpool than there is 19-20. 19-20, we control games. We squeeze teams. We ring-fenced their, their 11s by just moving the ball around. We just moved you. Got you out of position, keeping the ball, just probing around the edge of the box. We're not really doing that anymore. Like we'll get on to the tour to, to, to that pass to Trent from Jota. That's that's a facet of our play now. We've seen our home to Arsenal. That's what gets Xhaka sent off. We see it the other night. That's what gets the second goal. And we've seen it today. That's where we get the penalty from. So that's a facet of the game. There's no control gap. The ball retention is fucking awful. It's yeah. piss. Well, Chain it's down says it's concentration levels. I think he's right. I think yeah. I think the concentration yeah. levels completely yeah. drop. And Gavs, it's look, concentration teams, and then the physicality we the midfielders haven't got the legs. Yeah, but teams aren't Tennessee teams aren't changing around. things. Teams aren't changing things to affect us and make us manager, Shawnee. We're literally turning off and switching off and then we're then we're getting look Matip gets that ball twenty times. Matip gets that we are turning off, there's no doubt about it because Matip yeah. gets that ball ten times in the first half, right? I don't know how many times he gets in that position. And he plays a pass or he plays it into midfield or he turns and plays to Allison or he moves with it, right? And that's all good. And then we go tune it up and bang. What happens? He turns and just completely drops concentration. I think Shane Downs is right. Concentration levels go and he just not even looking. He's just gonna play a pass across here. And do nothing. And the funny thing is, nobody is changing anything to affect us, Shawnee. Games, though, no, but, but what I'm not, saying is, I'm not controlling football matches. Shawnee, Shawnee. Oh, he was at the branch. Shawnee, game hold on, last hold on, hold on, hold on, Keith. Are you telling me that Liverpool didn't, didn't control that game up to the first 35 minutes? Yes or no? Just a yes what, or no? A game just, is 90 no, minutes, guys. No, hold on, just a yes or no? Yes. Yes. Okay. For a game so, is 90 so, minutes. So what? So what what the last, no, hold on. What, what, what I'm saying is, what effect? Yeah. No. What this is what I'm saying to you. What do you think the trigger was? For that game to change from 35 minutes onwards. They were bollocks. We'd, no, we'd literally no legs in the midfield for the entire second half. What do you think we the trigger bollocks. was? There was no trigger. We were tired, the trigger, the trigger was Matip. I'm telling you now, no, the trigger was Matip. What happened with Brighton then? Palace, what happened with Brighton? What happened to Brighton game? Brighton game. Brighton. They are triggers. I, no, 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 no. I'm, no, no, no. I'm saying in those games, yeah, game management is absolutely perfect. Brighton is the perfect example. What I'm saying is... Today, Palace done nothing to make our change our, our way we're playing and make us manage a game. What we done was we turned off and and Gav, passed the ball for no reason man, and gave them a sniff and that's that when we have the and that's when we're not managing the game. Yeah, but I I think the Matip one yeah, is the they, one that triggers it. I genuinely do. But that happened before that. Yeah, keep I know. Man just, that. I just don't see teams doing anything different against us to make us manager. I think we are bringing it upon that's, ourselves. That's my problem. The teams don't even have to be good now to get chances against yeah, us. Because, and why are they getting the they're chances? Because they're playing percentage. No, what bollocks? There's no legs more, in the middle. It's more air mistakes than anything else, I think. And, and what's bringing on mistakes? Neither of our three well, midfielders were able to hold on to the ball. <clears> yeah, today. that's probably... Trent, was, Trent is hacking at the ball from 70 minutes. Yeah, hacking was, at There it. was a comment there earlier saying that um, a lot of people in the ground felt that... Uh, Trent in particular knackered from early on. From early we, on. We were hacking it. it was literally from 55. He had no control. Henderson is getting the ball lobbed over him all over the place. He's trying to make recovery runs and he hasn't got the legs. He's in treacle. Jones mm. as well. And look, I get it because Henderson's not young. We've no control in the midfield. Everyone's going on about Afcon and missing Mane and Salah. We've missed Thiago more than anybody because Thiago was the one who literally goes, right, we're 2-0 up here. Keep the fucking ball for 10 minutes and let's walk them. 
the ball moves faster than anything else. Yeah. So um, we have. I was just fuming. I was just fuming at the matter one because it was so lax and so kind of ah look. I'll just Vir- pass her Virgil, over there. Virgil's been doing that all season. Yeah. No, it just does me head in, and it's not. It's not us being asked questions and not being able to manage it. It's us giving ourselves problems and having to answer it. It's that's just, that's. We, it's we the source. Do, I suppose that's annoying. Stop me. doing the little things. We stop wasting time. We stop. We don't do tactical fouls. We don't do. We get torn in midfield and we just let them go. What's well, too fucking nice? Well, and that's where we are. Where we are. That's where we are. Where we are. What's too nice? You, we get torn in midfield. What, what? What would get torn in midfield? What would KDB do? Clatter the man. No, stop the game. Let's get back and take our yellow. Well, Fernandinho's made a ball. career of it. We don't do it for, exactly. And yeah, we, Fernandinho and, has made a career. And we didn't have to do it in nineteen twenty when we won the league because we are so good and in control of all the games. Because we had that, we had a press resistant midfielder that was able to take the pressure off of the ball, but we haven't actually got that now. The boys are hacking at the ball, I mean, it's fucking infuriating to watch. It's like a game of heads and volleys in the middle of the park to me, to you. Ball bouncing all over the shop, mm. no control. We need, we've, we've missed Thiago more now, and I can't wait for Jones. Was a pair, look at Jones, was the perfect tonic the other night. Look at him turning on the ball, and take he nearly got caught a few times today, yeah, he did. But that's what you need, Gav. You need somebody who's willing to... Because Henderson hasn't got the legs anymore. Yeah, not, Maybe... I, I'm not saying he's done, but he, he's literally in the red. He's in the red. We were bollocks from 55 on. Like, Trent was just hacking at balls up the line. Yeah. Hacking at them. And we were just giving the ball back to them. I was like... And, and then what... I don't, you don't mind if you're going to give the ball back to them and say, we're going to see this out. But we're fucking giving the ball back to them and our defence is 30 yards up the pitch. Yeah. Now... Look, I think from 35 onwards, look, maybe you're right and maybe I have a, a point as well. I just felt that our, our levels dropped and gave them a sniff. And then on top of that, we didn't manage what they tried to do then because they got a little bit of a hint of a, of a chance. Kev, we get to half time and it's nil-nil. And, or not nil-nil, it's two-nil um, to Liverpool. We haven't conceded. And if, like, like Shawnee said, if we, if we, if we hold on to that ball, if we pass that around for another 10 minutes, they come out the second half and they're going, we can't get near this. Like, we literally can't get near this. They, they're not giving the ball away. And and on 55 minutes, we're probably scoring a third instead of them getting back into it. But they do get back into it, Kev. And, like, let's be honest about it. Um, this this high line that they talk about, I don't mind it. I actually don't mind it. But I think you have to react differently in different situations. I.e., you see a fella going, run with him. If you know he's going to be offside, fine, hold the line. But if you, for any reason, think this guy's running in behind you, you go with him. And I don't give a fuck what the other three say. And we got caught because we stood high and a fella ran from deep and no one went with him and nobody tried, attempted or, or made any decision. And that's probably where it comes down to, Kev. It's more decision-making than, than the high line itself. Well, I, I, I'm fairly convinced that Virgil didn't see him. He yeah, was no. looking at the... He was looking at the guy in yeah. front of him, thinking, right, he's going to be the runner. He didn't see the guy that was coming in behind him. Yeah. And whether there was a shout that should have came or whatever. I'm happy with the high line. I, I, don't, I think you can't play that line high enough <coughs> if it's both sides. I think I was looking at the stats earlier on. Virgil's been involved in 11 clean sheets in the league this season. Ederson is the best, is the top. Man City have 12 clean sheets, I think. Ederson has 12 clean sheets for Man City. So we've had. 11 clean sheets. Allison's got 10. Kelleher's got one. Yeah. So the high line and the way we play for the vast majority of the season is absolutely fine. 
Palace for all their huffing and puffing had five efforts on goal at home. Yeah. And the back of it, we're playing two games in 48 hours with virtually the same 11, the same 72 hours, yeah. Well, short, yeah. Just short of 72 hours, yeah. Yeah, just short of 72 hours. The other thing that we're missing that offers you a massive amount of control is the ability to be able to hit Salah and hit Mane where they can take the pressure off of you 100%. and run the other way. Yeah. When you're playing with three forwards who come to the ball, that gives you a whole different way that you have to play. Uh, Matip did the same thing the other night against Arsenal, by the way. He had a complete brain fart for a, a couple of wayward passes against Arsenal. And that was a complete brain fart today. It was a, a, a nothing pass into an area where he thought Robertson should have been. And he, he underhit it. And when you go, I go right back to the lineup, I was surprised Kanata didn't play. And when I was surprised Kanata didn't play for a multitude of reasons, but mainly because of how he played in the second half against Arsenal with the sharpness of his passing and the zip he puts on balls. He doesn't do what Joel did. And Joel's done it a few times. Now, he's an exceptional defender. And I love it when he goes on his runs. He relieves pressure and everything. Like that. But his passing is soft. And so he's just starting to work it out and target the areas of where he passes into. And better sides will pick him off. And... I mean, look, the, the Palace goal was a nice goal and it had been coming and they deserved it. No doubt about it. Yeah. But to communicate, the lack of communication, mental fatigue, physical fatigue, and there's a panic at knowing the pressure and knowing of where we are in the league and the bigger picture that we can't afford any more fuck-ups. How much pressure does that heap on tired bodies, tired minds that all it takes is one person not to make a shout. Yeah. Something stupid. I think, I think Andy Robertson should go with the player. <clears throat> and I think if he goes with the player, I think Virgil can look at the man that's in front of him and go, right, because he's definitely not laying it off to the guy like he did if, if no. um, Andy Robertson goes with him. And you see, the thing is, if Virgil doesn't see him, Robertson should be looking and saying to him, or not even saying, don't say anything, leave him to it. But I'm dropping in off this back, off this high line and I'm following this fella. And if he, the ball goes out for a corner and they all go, what were you doing there? He go, hold on. He was in only for I followed him because you'll see it loads of times, you know, where a defender drops deep and, you know, a, a guy goes in behind and a fullback plays him on and he gets a shot away or he scores or whatever it might be. And what happens? They all give out to him because he dropped in deep. But at times you have to. At times you have to drop in deep and say to yourself, listen, I have to take this on my own shoulders here. Drop in deep, make make the tackle and we can talk about it later rather than let him run. Um, God's well, before we move off that, well, I'm it's not really going to move off because I'm going to, I'm going to come it's a really to good goal. Yeah, it is. The pass yeah. is excellent and the run is excellent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we could have done better, but it's a well-worked goal by yeah. Palace. But, but and you will be susceptible whole, to them. The whole thing about a high line is that you have to have pressure on the ball. Yeah. At all times, you have to have pressure yeah. on the ball. Simple as that. Um, Sean, he's shown in the green room here. He's not coming, he's coming in, in here. Mew. He's oh, on mute. Um, this happens them all the time. And um, we got him back in now. But but the thing is, it has to be pressure on the ball. And we'll talk about the high line in, in a bit of detail in a minute. The Gods of Sports had a breakdown. He says 383 people watching, 110 likes. It's disgraceful. Uh, these guys devote so much time and energy to, into these amazing videos every day for us for free. Hit the damn like button at least. Yeah, listen, there's um, 400 watching, 138 likes. Hit the like button, please. I, and somebody says they're 20 short of 12,000 subscribers. That's news to me. So fair play to you. Um, if there's 20 people in here that haven't subscribed hit it and we get over 12k before we leave tonight if that's um, alright with you um, let me see now I've got Shawnee in um, 
still Sean I don't know what he's done um, can you hear us Shani he can't but he's muted uh, let me see I'll, I'll change it over now Sean I'll get you sorted Keith well, I'll, I'll sort this while you're talking yeah Um, it goes 2-1 and I have to be honest with you Keith my head nearly fell off <laughs> what were you like yeah I mean it was it was one of them you know as we said the sec- the first half is is dying out and Palace are getting a couple of chances but I thought we started the second half okay I thought we were sort of getting at them and it's like okay we'll get back on this and then we just drop it again but the goal comes and again I suppose when you look back at a match now after watching it you'll see it totally differently but like the the, the crowd at Selhurst Park I think is always a very uh, it's a good crowd they're always singing they're always bouncing they're always getting the team up and we gave them an opportunity to bounce we gave them the what they needed to get into the, and lift their team you know and when they lift the team they're a, they're a decent side I think Sean you might have touched on it like they're a good team Palace and um we gave them that and they scored, but then like I had the misfortune of hearing Jamie Carragher and the other fella talking today and it was nearly like, you know, willing on the Palace goals and, you know, it, it was a sense of, actually, oh, this is inevitable. It was actually, it was actually atrocious, wasn't it? I was unreal. It was it, unbelievable. And, and look, and people you know will give out, people will moan on this run. They'll say, oh, giving out about Carragher, he's a Liverpool. I don't care. Don't give a shit. He is absolute terrible, terrible commentator and pundit. Uh, unfortunately, I just cannot take the fella serious now. And I just thought today was, was he was absolutely bleeding terrible. But the other, I don't know who the other fella was, Bill Leslie, maybe. I don't know who it was that was on the commentary team with him. Like, they were, they were getting excited and cheering. And then it adds to the spectacle then, you know, because Palace get that goal. And it's, oh, here we go. Yeah. It's Chris Bull, you know, all this shit that you get, um, yeah. you get, oh, he's, a, he's, and, a, he's, a, he's a completely company man now. He's, he's a total, yeah, he's a job already. You know, he has, he has a cert at home on the wall and everything now at this stage. Yeah. He, um, Great you know, player for us, a legend. Don't get me wrong. You know, I'm not going to have definitely sent him a bit of crystal God. and a certificate. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Um, 100%. But yeah, my head, my head goes, Keith. And I want to talk, let, let's talk about the Highline because I give you the first show now, right? What are your thoughts on this high line? Because it seems to come up every so often. Um, in nineteen, in eighteen, nineteen, we played a high line. I think nineteen twenty, you might have seen us, or maybe last season, at the start of the season, people said we're going in the yard or two higher again here, you know. And it was talked about, and Klopp came out and talked. Might have been last season actually. Klopp talks about, it, Linders talks about, it, and they're like, yeah, we can go as high as we want once we do our job further up the pitch. Or that's fine. the key. That is the key, Keith. We can bash defenders all day, and I'm not saying Van Dijk is at 100. percent I'm not saying Matt was really good. Trent looked did look tired. I thought Robertson was quite good, um, today. Yeah. But when you don't have pressure on the ball, combined with what Kev just said, threats in behind from other teams that they don't want to lose the ball and be hit really quick. It, it's very hard to play that high line, and that's probably where it comes back to game management. Where you go, look, Virgil and Matt have turned around to the two boys each side and go, they're not pressing. We're dropping fucking 10. All right. Until they get their acting gear, we're dropping 10. But how, you like it, do you? You like that whole Yeah, well, it's, it's dependent on the front. The, the forwards have to be doing it. It has to start from the top. And that's when we were so good when Bobby was doing it and Mo and Sadio were doing it. Because then the midfield can push up further and the defense can push up further. And you have quick defenders with that bit of recovery pace. What we saw today was Liverpool playing a high line. And Palace players having the ball 
uh, Joe Kim Anderson, I think, does he play the ball for the goal? Or he's involved no, he, in he it? He plays the one that he goes over the top in. for yeah, the lob. Yeah, say, was it? Yeah. yeah. But there's nobody near him. Do you know what I mean? Like those Liverpool players are too far off him. So if you, it, it won't work, you'll be caught, you'll be caught out with it all the time if you're not doing it from the front three. The front three are key to playing a high line because the whole thing has to work. You know, we have a good defence. Nine times out of ten, chances that are going beyond that high line. And if they go in, they'll be flagged for offside. When they look, yes. even if they get away with it, yeah. when they don't, just because they don't flag, they're like, oh, there's a chance. But when you look at it, if it goes in, VAR will rule it out. Liverpool are excellent. They're fucking excellent at it. The amount of chances every game that they do when they catch teams with that high line. But you have to do it from the whole team. And if the front three aren't doing it, never mind the midfield three, the front three have to be doing it. It has to start up there. And then it goes back into the midfield three who push up. And then the defence push up. And you're squeezing. Sean, you said it there. You have to squeeze it. It has to be like a voice grips. You put pressure on their centre-backs, their full-backs. You're forcing them into mistakes. Then they're just hoofing shit. You know what I mean? You can't let them pass. There's a difference between a 40-yard pass and a hoof that's aimless. We were letting Palace pass the ball mm. uh, and other teams into the channels. It, uh, the obvious target trend, so we know that. But we're allowing them to do that. We shouldn't be giving them that opportunity. When we were at our best, Bobby was in, especially Bobby. Jota is good at it as well. They were in the face of them defenders. You cut off passing lanes, press, and they don't know where to go. And that's just where we're a bit lacking at the moment. But I just think my take on it is after the international break, hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to get a lot of bodies back. And that'll allow us, you know, Thiago will come back into that team fingers crossed and that'll give you a bit more control as Sean you said in the midfield you'll get um, Mo and Sadio obviously will be back in you get Harvey Elliott back you know you'll get these players coming back that will give us the options that we can maybe walk it a bit better because mm. I thought Bobby was good today certainly in the first half I thought he was excellent but we didn't have that pace do you know what I mean so the high line and we weren't putting the pressure on them up, up top I just thought it was maybe Maybe a bit of a disaster. But the one thing I will say is teams, managers now, and this sort of comes from Klopp, uh, not Klopp, Pep, uh, and other coaches as well. They have a plan. And you'll see it in other sports, American football and all as well. They have a plan and they'll stick to it. They won't go. They won't deviate from that plan. They won't be reactive. So if we're getting, obviously, if you're getting lashed over with the high line, Klopp isn't going to let that go on. But if we're only getting one or two every few weeks, where we're getting caught with it. Club will be like, okay, that's walking. In the main, that's walking. Yeah. They're not gonna they're not gonna say drop back. Oh, you seen someone said, oh, can we say, you know, get Sammy Hippie or Jamie Carrigan in as a defensive coach? Sammy Hippie and Jamie Carrigan never played a line like that in the in the life. Yeah. But that, that I think that the, the fact last, was the last, that we can, the last they can time learn they were to that, the last time they were that far forward we had a fucking corner, I'd say. You know, yeah. they don't they this don't this is half their problem when they're watching games. It's completely alien to them. But I think that, that the, the chap was trying to say that, you know, they'll teach them to defend deeper, but we don't want to defend want deeper. Club doesn't want to defend no, deeper. They play percentages before they are up your force mistakes. Yeah, and what happens is when you're when you're deeper well, it makes the pitch bigger, which leaves more space for teams to get in around certain areas that Klopp just doesn't like them being in. You know, the sort of way. Um, Daddy Pigs at the high line with killers against top teams. Imagine Usman Dembele beating the high line. Who's catching him? Well, imagine Usman Dembele being on a pitch for a fucking start. Uh, yeah. Let's imagine, imagine that. Being and in then a we try to imagine the high yeah. line. Um, Shawnee, the high line is there, and Keith has a point with regards to it starts from the front. 
I, I get that. But if you watch Liverpool play, they literally, they lull you in. I think the front three are used more to trap you. And what I mean by that is they position themselves in certain ways where sometimes they will go. You, you've seen them before, Shani. They'll all go together. And when they go, teams don't know what they're doing. They're kicking balls out for corners and all sorts. It causes a bit of mayhem. But usually what they do is they position themselves in a way where they're forcing a pass into a certain player. And that player might be a holding midfielder or wherever it'll be. And then bang, we're on them in midfield. I think the the bigger issue isn't the front. I think it's the two lads ahead of Fabinho. That's the problem when it comes to the high line. I don't think there's enough there. What do you think? Sean, he's gone again. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kev, I'll put it to yeah. you. Yeah, no, I think you're right. The, the, the amount of games that Henderson has been playing and Jones were only back from injury, you know, it, it was, it's always going to tell. And, you know, I think Jordan Henderson is at the case now where his mind knows what it wants to do, but his body won't let him. And you can see him trying to do what he wants to do, but he's always a half yard off. And the longer the games go, it's almost like a frustration when you're watching him at the minute. But all in all, look, we gave up virtually no chances against Arsenal. Arsenal had 20 minutes of dominance and that was it. You know, they didn't really get much out of it. Palace, yeah, they, it was. It turned into a scraggy game, but I, was, I wasn't that nervous about it, you know, because the ch- Alisson made some very good saves. But in general, I wasn't that worried. You know, it was. I'm not overly concerned at the minute with the way that we're defending. It sides are these are good sides, littered with good players. They're going to work chances. And they're going to create opportunities for themselves. But more often than not, we're seeing them out. We don't give up clear cut that many clear cut chances in games. Full stop. You know, you you you'll get off half chances now and again. You might get lose your goal here and there. But in general, we've been playing, we've been defending okay in the last, especially since the lads went away. And like I said before, what they, the, the guys who are gone, what they offer you going the other way is a release valve as well as the triggers for presses, the traps that they set, the fact that they know how to do it and they've been doing it for a long time. And the midfielders can read what they're trying to do without even talking, you know, and you you don't get that with when you're throwing another player into the mix. Ox is a midfielder, you know. Yeah, he did a job out in the right wing today, and he got a goal, a, another goal, good. But he's not a right winger, and it's an alien position for him. And it's like throwing a spare part into a machine that shouldn't really be there, but it'll do a, a quick fix for you. You know, you get away with it for a certain length of time, but in the long term, it it'll cost you. So having the lads back when we come back. It offers you options, the fact that Jordan Henderson might only play one game a week rather than having to play three and seven, you know, or four and eight, whatever whatever it was. You know, this is a needs must type of thing, getting over this hump for the last few for the last few weeks. But I'm pretty certain that by the time they come back, everyone is back fit. I don't think we're gonna have any off the top of my head anyway, any serious injury problems for for a long, for a long way. No, I was thinking that. By the time we no. get back, if, if we, if literally, if if we get through the Cardiff game, looking into the next league game, and Thiago is available, like Klopp said he is, we're only missing Divock Origi out of the first team squad going into what yeah, would be the and middle he, of February. And he was only a knock. 
Well, or, I don't know what knock. You must have got a knock of a fucking car or <laughs> something. Because, bus, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you know what I mean? People can get knocks. He must have got a. F- I don't know what the fuck. He must have got a v- bang of a Volvo estate or something because <laughs> he's fucking gone missing. It's like the time Lovren. Do you remember Lovren got a knock against Wolves? Oh yeah, he was yeah, for yeah, fucking geez. six months. Um, <laughs> like, so don't give me all that knock shit, um, Shani. <laughs> are we over? Are we over? Kind of egging this high line thing because yeah, absolutely. Because we have to be, let's be honest, we've had a lot of games. We've had a bit of disruption over games on, games off. We've had League Cup semi-finals. We play on tours, you know, less than 72 hours ago. It's the same team, more or less, again, bar two changes, as we said. And we just kind of go, like, Mark Ace's Palace battered us from 35 minutes onwards. I think, I don't think they battered us, but I think they were well more in the game from 35 minutes on them than they were in the first They were in the ascendancy, fight. Yeah, they were. They remained out of the game. And they they loaded that bench in a way where you knew AU... Benteke and Eze were coming on. Yeah, that's what yeah. you knew they were going to do. Is it just a case of Shani when all said and done, we're all del- by the way, we're all delighted with the win. But yeah. is it just a case, Shani, where you just turn and go, look, yeah, the high line this and that and that. But listen, we played fucking 50, 60 hours ago. Absolutely. We're in a final. We've three points. The the gap is now nine with a game in hand, and we have a sniff and just keep going. Leave it at that. Yeah, look, I don't think the high line is um it's not gonna cause us issues going forward. The only like my only gripe would be, I'd like to see us kind of change our approach when we have leads, like I'd, a bit better with the bar, more ball retention. Yeah. Just taking the sting out of games. That's that's all you have to do. Like like he said, you give them they they had been getting chances. I know they're all talking about getting in behind, but the thing is with that getting in behind, all it takes is a is one well timed run. So they know, look, we're playing that one well-timed run and you're one-on-one with Alisson, who who's the best one-on-one goalkeeper in the world. Yeah. That, you, you don't give them belief, especially away from home. You're 2-0 up, you take the sting out of the crowd, you get into half-time 2 which we did. Now, in fairness, if you hadn't went in at 2-all, you couldn't have had any fucking grief. But if you'd have went in at 4-0, you couldn't have had an argument either. Exactly. And it's that's mad. the thing, Gav. I don't... I, I love the football, but the health that Skelter show has to go because it, it's not sustainable. No. That's that's what kills me. I just rather say it when my tune it up, put your foot on the ball, start moving it around, take them out, make them walk. Because we were only made we made rods for our back towards the end of that game and we, we got out of a hole with a epoxy refereeing decision, if I'm being honest, in my opinion. Yeah. We'll and, come on and, to and, that in a minute. And and that gives us the, like it's not. I'm not going to say a get out of jail card, but like you can't turn around and say they didn't give us any problems. And Allison was our man in the match because they clearly did. You know, what I mean? he makes some mental saves. Like the one from the back heel is, is stupid good. Yeah, like the one from the lob. It's one of them that happens in FIFA, and you're like, going, when have you ever yeah. seen that in your fucking life?" Yeah, the one, never. The one from, he, the, one from the lob is sensational. That's practicing against Bobby. That is. He's got Bobby in the, the back heel one is he just reads it. He just reads, reads the back heel one where he just goes, I'm just going down here. I'm just, he can't I, do anything yeah. else. Because so. the, the, the thing is, if Edward Tones are putting in the far corner, every other he's position lying on the ground like a sap. Right, there's always a disparity in a really good footballer and a world-class footballer. But it's even more so highlighted in a really good goalkeeper and a yeah. world-class goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah. And he he is fucking out of this world. And that's why you don't see anybody going over the top when he makes a bollocks of it the way yeah. he did a sports. Yeah. Like you know, you just know that yeah. in the, over you know the games in a season, when you're when you're totting up look who's goals assist this and that and all, you're saying to yourself, Alison got us the points today. 
There's not and a keeper a, in that. There's not a keeper in that league I'd have before. It's the. It's the making the extraordinary look ordinary. Like he gets down to that back hill and he's up again. Like it's it's ridiculous. Like and it's not even his best save, the one from the lob. But you could see today he was kind of looking around going, What the fuck is going yeah. on here? Yeah, and do you know what it like, is? It's it's it always seems to be when he grows his hair a bit longer, he looks a bit fucking bedraggled, a bit windswept and interesting. Yeah, there was fair. Yeah. Uh, uh, I got yeah. seriously I got Sarah's playing uh, Rocky Far in the Caucasus Mountains vibes today. <laughs> yeah, with the, yeah no, with the he beard was. And the hair. <laughs> yeah. He looked a bit was, disheveled. But, was um, like, do you remember in the in the Breaking Bad um, sequel? Yeah, when Walt film. shows up. No, no, we're not Walt. When, when man all film. over the place. No, watch a man that was in the in the pit. What was his name? Jesse. Jesse, yeah. Yeah, when he when he goes in to have a shower and he looks in a joker after he goes back to his mate's calf. That's what Alison's like. Um, yeah. But, but, no, but, he was um, he like. It's brilliant today, and you know what? I'm just all the shit about Salah and all moving on. Like he's the most irreplaceable player in that team. There's fucking loads of players around Europe who score goals in their system. Not to say let go of Salah, yeah, not, yeah. not to say that, but just in terms of I don't game know where you change, find the goalkeeper like him. In games, three- in terms of game changing goalkeepers, it's just like he's the fucking he's the complete. Opposite of Ramsdale, who makes yeah. all of these fans. Yeah. He makes the sh- he makes the easy saves look fancy, but when it comes to the stupid stuff, he just doesn't do it. But yeah, Alisson's not a shot today. stopper, isn't he? Not like the Haya, even if you use the elite the, ones, is always the under shot. Save today when he pa- he smothers the, things. He's great. Look, my brother Keith was a goalkeeper, played at a decent enough, played League of Ireland, and he's big on what happens after the save. Yeah, and the the, the one from. Is a Matete in the first half, and he's not just saving it. The ball's out of danger. Yeah. After that, he's That's not coming back. He's just he's he's elite. He's elite. You can go on about all the rest of them, the Haya, Edison, and all. Look, he there's has probably a two rip. or three keepers in world football that there's himself, there's Neuer, Donnarumma probably. Donnarumma has that in him as well. Oh, black. Oh, black and oh, black and Donnarumma, but. But they're the four that are stand out head and shoulders above. I wouldn't take else any of them football. above him. I no, wouldn't either. Wouldn't. No, no, no. Because no, if you look at either. all of those, if you look at the four of them, right? Manuel Neuer would give you blade and show hemorrhages every time he's running out and trying to be players. We think Alison, which, which Alison has Neuer. actually toned down. If you, if yeah, you remember. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Remember he was and chipping her over to Brighton. Yeah, that was great. It's he doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, but um. Like he does that, and they people go mad. Oblak is a great keeper, but he's playing in the most defensive fucking team in Europe. Do you know what I mean? Where they're yeah. sitting back and he pull off saves when they needed. And Ederson is the best probably distribution of a goalkeeper. I know he fucking booms that ball up the other end. But for what we want, I think Allison is perfect. You know because he's not he's not going to be getting peppered with shots, and we don't get peppered with shots even today. Like yeah, but his position, and you know what? position like, and his reaction is the best what's in the world. What you said he's is so right. good. The rails are actually different for him. Yeah, right? but because yeah. The, the thing that wrecks my head watching other Premier League games, for example, uh, the lad Sanchez off Brighton, he comes for everything right. As yeah. soon as an opposition player touches him, the reps blow him. Yeah, like Ali be getting manhandled, and the, yeah. he gets nothing. You really see always getting fouled from opposition corners in our own box because mm. the, the refs just don't give them that that luxury. Yeah, it's which is like, mad. You're good, yeah. you're good enough to deal with that. And he has to put up with that. The prime example is West Ham. 
Yeah. It's West Ham away. But he tweets about it and all our every other post, doesn't he? All nineteen other keepers get fouled for that because his his standard is just and that when I, we haven't even gone to how good he is with the ball at his feet, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's he's a difference, a real, real difference maker. And honest to God, I'm just I'm so glad he's ours because yeah. he's I think he's, I, t- I I wouldn't take I wouldn't take any other goalkeeper over, and it's yeah. because what Keith said there. You see, you, you'll see De Gea make outstanding saves. As a shot stopper, I don't. I think De Gea is f- fucking phenomenal, right? Yeah, really. But I think he looks phenomenal because his positioning isn't as good as Allison. Allison makes the the ridiculous look easy, and what I mean by that is, there's one might be going. There was one against them. I want to say Arsenal. It might have been Lacazette late in the game at Anfield in the league, and Liverpool are three up at the time. And he turns and he goes to put one in the top corner. And any of the keepers throwing himself full length, like little arms across the park is fucking, you know what I mean? There's no point in them jumping. And Allison's position is just literally a case of, I'm going to take one half step here, put my hand up and help her over the bar. And his positioning is exquisite. Like Emma Cavanagh says, I was sitting with an ex-pro today watching the game. He said, Allison is unreal. His positional sense is top quality. His starting position is always on point and he makes yes. things look easy. I fully agree with that because he's, he's only having to take one step or a half step before he has to do yeah. something. Yeah. He's not taking two the, and three and diving. It's, it's the brilliant. game at the Emirates the other night would suggest that why Quibi and Kelleher is in the right place because it's safe from Lacazette's free kick mm-hmm. which is yeah. literally... And he, he just, he's there. You know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. that shows he's learning. Like, and he's not running across the goal, Sean. He's taking one, one step and putting his hand up. Scampering. You could have had every other keeper in the net today. Robbo's back. Robbo heads one back. But he, he recovers. He's so quick yeah. where he knows he can recover. Whereas nine times out of ten, that goes in behind your keeper. And it nearly did. Like, he's honestly, he he's... Is as high as standard as a goalkeeper as you can get, and today was is when is when it shows up. Like, there's no point to being a De Gea saving thirty shots a game. Like, you need to be when you've not you've had nothing to do for ninety yeah. or or otherwise. You have to make the big one. Like that, Edward, I still can't get my head around because not like ninety percent of other strikers are trying to get turned on that and just slice at it, and and you're, you're five yards out. But he yeah. tries to be a little bit of ingenuity, and he doesn't just get down to it. He he holds on to it. Yeah, look, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. It's actually is ridiculous. Um, yeah. Liverpool make it three one, and there's a lot of lot of controversy over this one. But um, Kev, I come to you because the ball from Trent Alexander Arnold is absolutely outrageous. Um, literally Elvis feet and bang! It's a, it's just. There's no core, there's no like curl on it. There's no kind of odds oh, lobbing it. He missiles this thing at Jota, um, who takes the touch, pushes the pass the keeper, and then this is where the controversy comes. Is it a penalty? Is it not a penalty? A, how good was the ball? And B, is it a penalty, Kev? The ball was outrageous. I mean, you, I thought the one for Jota's goal against Arsenal was ridiculous because he saw what no one else saw. And he put an inch perfect on his chest. This was just different level again. You're right. The way, it was the way he hit it was just absolute inch perfect. Was it a penalty? If Palace got that penalty, I'd be throwing remotes at the telly. <laughs> I'd be horsing remotes and kicking the dog. And just everything. as well you were in the pub then watching. <laughs> it wasn't your telly. 
It was no. It was. It was. It was. It wasn't a pen. But I can Not see why it was given. I can see what technically. I've seen those given before a few times. Yeah. Whether he was going to get the ball or not is irrelevant. Did the keeper stop him from making an attempt to get the ball? Yes. So technically it's a Does Jota go towards the keeper, though? Well, yeah, he does. He goes into it. He does a pure mm-hmm. Suarez. The best play about the, the pass is uh, Cardigan going, oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, that's given it, against you. You're fuming. Because but we have been given shit bullshit. like that against us on yeah, the regular, right, you yeah. know what I mean? Nah, so, I, 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 do you know what? I, I Sean Swain in the Super Chat says, absolutely a pen took him out. No, surely he's no control over the ball. You get, what can the keeper do? He can't disappear. He came together. Mm. If that's a defender in the corner, body checks him, runs into him, it's a foul. So, you know, yeah. and that way you can understand. Oh, you don't, It's soft because is he going to get the ball? He doesn't it's put not, much on the ball. It doesn't matter anymore. Now. Where do you get the ball? Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's or it's one of them. Game. I mean, it's soft as fuck. You know, if that goes against us, we're all going mad about it. But we've had the yeah. the Calvert Lewin one going against us. Yeah, we've, we've had, had the fucking Ashley Barnes one that went against us. With the Danny Welbeck one, that you remember all these little scaldy yeah. scutry penos, and you, you just have to suck it. them up. Tell it, Mo Sal- that's Mo Salah. He's not getting. Oh it. yeah, no, or Sadio. Yeah, because but it definitely goes into the keeper. Yeah. It was just a very slight, subtle change of body shape Whoa. to make sure that he was going right to get I'm surprised he had a I genuinely am. I was, I was. I was surprised. He's a soon, yeah, but as soon as he, he doesn't give it, and then they ask him to go to the screen. Once they start checking for an offside, I knew. Yeah, then you know. Right, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. a goal. Oh, that's a penal now because yeah, they're looking to rule this out. Can we cancel this penal now? Yeah. We're offside. Yeah. And I've seen it again. It looks like to me that Jota's trying the same finish, the little dink, and it's a bad touch and the yeah. ball gets away from him. So yeah. that's where I'm thinking. He has no real control of the ball. I don't, I don't yeah, but the control, the control actually doesn't matter anymore now. What, what they, all they look yeah. for now is if you take a touch in the box, right? And he hits you. But it is you. a contact sport though. Yeah, no, it is. But you see the thing, it's a contact sport to a point. But, like, let's be honest about it. If if that's a defender, I think we look at it differently than when it's a goalkeeper. You know, yeah, well, look, I'm because if that happens to us, I'm pulling. Oh, the absolutely, going fucking mad. But that's the oh, way. Yeah. That's you just have to take it. I genuinely, I personally don't think it's a penalty. I think what you could probably, I think what he should have, he should, probably should have just given a goal kick. And even when he's called over, he goes, "Look, he's knocked the past him. It doesn't. I know he's collided with him, but he's moved towards him." No. Yeah, you, you, the argument is did Jota initiate the contact, and you could make that argument very easily. Yeah. You know, but at the same yeah. time, when you have it going with you, thank you very much. Three one and breathe. Yeah, I think Jay Wheel and spot on. He says Jota leaned into the keeper to make contact, never a pen, but I'll take it all day. I think that's exactly. Exactly. Yeah. players have been doing that for years. Stephen Gerrard made a living out of bleeding, leaving a leg yes. in to get a yes. get a penalty. You know, so yes. players have done that for a long time. I believe you um, call that when you're English clever centre forward play. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I seen it in Spurs game today. They were talking about Harry Kane being clever again doing something. Yeah. You know, but other players don't get the same uh, treatment. He was just pushing but, fellas. Yeah, but can we also can I have another dig at Carragher again? Because I seem to be anti Jamie tonight. He was going on like as if you know, Liverpool have, have robbed Crystal Palace here and they they've got a, a penalty to win the game. It was fucking three one. Do you know what I mean? Like we were winning the game. It was like the the, the given that penalty sucked the the chance of a, a grandstand finish for um for Sky out of the 
you know, how the the chances of it happening. Liverpool, like, I felt fairly comfortable. I know no one else will agree, but it goes in. It's a soft penalty. It's a soft, soft penalty. We you know felt that. comfortable watching that game? Yeah, as it went on, it was like... Fuck off, really, I didn't, somewhere. I didn't, no, it was the same, but then again, I, I didn't was think Palace were on the score. That's what I didn't think. Palace were creating enough chances. Yeah, but you have to we understand. Were you have to, yeah, but Sean, we weren't Sean, giving have, up clear-cut chances. You have only to, the, uh, the Elise one. The Elise Sean, one was be, the only one. You have oh, he's peeling me skin like an orange I was. No, hold on, hold on, Johnny. You have to understand, though, look. Keith's watching this game today, and we're happening to meet love during the week. Everything else is pale and insignificant. I was only back from Spain as well. You know what I mean? So We'll do a tribute to meet love in a few minutes. But look, Shani, go on, I'll come to you. Fabinho on penalties for the rest of his life, I'm all up for it. Yeah, 100%. Anyone who's not a left footer, really, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, not your uh, bag at all, are <laughs> No, he's... Uh, look, it's like playing that line out of uh, the van. He takes all of Arsenal penalties. No, he doesn't. He's fucking shite. Like, he's, <laughs> he's the first one to go up um, every time for me. Uh, he's a new Milner in terms of that role. It's just... Is, uh, he side foots the ball with such pace. Yeah. yeah. And he's um, watching where they're going, by the way. Yeah, yeah. This keeps, I don't think keepers have it. I think it's like this new skill technique of penalty takers where he's waiting for the keeper to make his decision for him yeah. because he scored a couple now and I don't think he's put either of them in the same spot. Yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't remove him from him. Um, only in the off chance it might help Salah sign a contract. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get... Yeah. yeah. Or, I, I don't uh, think you're getting more off pence. Sorry, I'd be amazed. If, yeah, if it, it, is it look it just it, it bodes well if you go to a shootout yeah. you have some really handy takers because yeah 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 um, and it's good like that's and that's one thing that we were kind of a big thing we were thinking about when this this small block of Afghan games come around was where the goals were going to come from and himself and Oxley Chamberlain have have chipped in yeah um, four and four for and it helps, for Fabinho yeah. four and four for Fabinho Jota's done his part yeah. Tacky's got a few and two FA and two for Ox and Ox yeah. as well. So um, look, the, that's that's the prime example of people in your squad stepping up when when um, when called upon and needed. And it's a brilliant penalty. And I know Keith said he wasn't, uh, <laughs> but I, I, it was one of them thing when I knew it was a penalty. I said he's going to bury this. Mm. Yeah, uh, I thought. He was yeah, I thought. Keith Keith was clearly just hung over on, from his flight back from Spain. <laughs> he's he's got I, a great record. I was, I was genuinely sitting there going, my head was falling off. I was like, we, if we could see it here, I'm going to lose. The, and all, I'm I just always didn't think they were creating it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they're creating it. All it needs is one ball in and been taking to get a loaf on it. And anything can happen. You know, the sort of way. Um, it's not how much they're creating. It's just a case of it's still only one goal and there's still fucking fighting. Oh, I know what can happen with you know one I mean? goal, but you know when sometimes you can sense when a goal is coming when they're just yeah. putting constant pressure I'm on not, you I'm not, the box. I, yeah, I don't be too uncomfortable that. in that case. I'm more uncomfortable when it's like I can't see a goal coming for the other team yeah. and then something fucking happens. Like Matip just closes his eyes and swings his foot around and sends it across a box. That's where it, it, it upsets me. Um, anybody going to disagree with... Um, Alison Becker as man of the match. Put your hand up now if you disagree. No hands up. Man of the match. Yeah, Shani. Oh yeah. Nah, Jesus, like <laughs> go on all day about. You'd be so fucking easy, rid- wouldn't you, to say something? Yeah, else. you wanna be a fucking clown. Yeah. Uh, just uh, the most Alison, like he's 
he's fucking deadly. He's yeah. deadly. Boom. Like I'd never watch compilations of a goalkeeper on YouTube, but when he is finished, I will be watching his because he's yeah. just he's deadly. He's, on your own. Well, you're not going to watch a compilations of and I love ball down the I top love corner. Today, That's the amazing thing, you know. Club says, so um, "Oh, well done today. You saved me ass and saved our ass." And he turns down. He was like. That's my job, like you know what I mean, yeah. and that's the mentality, and Business that's exactly what you need. Like he's um, he's a killer, and he's fucking gorgeous as well, which always helps. <laughs> Does he always wear the black, or was is that only the away keeper's kit? Because he looks blatant great in them black kits. Yeah, no, the I say that all the time. You know what? We didn't have many black goalkeeper kits before he came in, but I think yeah. that must be something in his contract that he has to mm. say about what quality he's wearing. I think. Yeah. I think I remember one. Did Brad Jones wear one? No, Carrius had one on in the final, but he's not yeah. a goalkeeper. And the last one's going so back. <laughs> the last ones I can remember was yeah. um, David James in the mid nineties, but they had these kind of mad squares on them. Do you remember them? Yeah. I don't know what yeah. it is though. Like the all black kit just makes yeah, them. Yeah, look the like the he's like John Wick going around the gaff. It's yeah, that's yeah. exactly yeah. what he's like. He is John Wick, yeah. and he's just getting so offended. That he's literally going around as if someone's killed his dog. Yeah, that um, them always today. That that look after the all these chance was like, yeah. you fucking pricks. Yeah, you absolutely. Yeah. Sort yourselves out. Well, I'm just going to have a pain in my bollocks. My back is. In, he says I'm nearly at the breaking my shoulder off the goalpost. You want to get your fucking hand hand out? You're our asses. Yeah, he exactly. was deadly. Anyway, man of the match, we're absolutely fine. We're Allison. Um, Oh, go on, Alaska. Kev, I come to you first. Is the title race still alive, or are we just kidding ourselves? Yeah, it's still. We're still clinging on to it. But all it takes now is well, look. All we can do is our part. That's all we can do. We win our games in hand. If we're if we, unfortunately, it's going to be an if if if. Win our games in hand. Go to game, the ATI, game, beat one game, game now. Yeah, game in hand. Go to the Etihad, beat them, and they're capable of, of losing to anyone. It's it's in them if sides are brave enough to play the four four two and and have a right go at them, take their chances when they come. It's all we can do is win our games. I is it gone? No, it's far from gone. But we're the only ones who can put them into a who can give them any bit of a trouble. Now. No one else. There's no one else in this race. Yeah. You know, Chelsea and everyone else have gone out of it and yeah. they know it as well. Keith, is it still alive? What's the story? Are you, are you still on the train with me? I, I'm, I'm on the bus. Do you oh, want to me on the 100%, bus? percent yeah. I'm yeah. on the train and the bus and everything else because, look, I've always felt that you have to be in with a chance and, you know, the, the gap was the gap and it's still a gap, right? It's still a gap and we have to beat Leeds at home is the game in hand, isn't it? And we yeah, have yeah. to really, realistically, we have to beat them. You have to beat them. In their, yeah. And if that happens, then you're talking about a three-point gap. Gap. We're, and we're, we're 14 left. I mean, I think City are an amazing side. We all sort of do. We all know. Yeah. What, we're not talking about a normal team. We're talking about one of, if not the most elite Premier League team of all time. And the only ones that can, the only ones that can put the Freutners on them is us. So if we can win, like today was huge. They dropped if you, points. If you took us yeah. out of this league, you you should close it down. Because yeah. there's no fucking point, basically. Exactly. Yeah. But Even they the dropped points yesterday to get that win. The Premier League is. Yeah. That's yeah. a scary thing. 
Right. To get that win today when they dropped points was huge because if we'd have anyway slipped up today and got a draw, that would be it. That'd be, there'd be no chance then because they've got away with them. Yeah. The fact that we were able to put that marker on them today means we've really put ourselves in rich chance. But it all depends. And I know we've said it before. Sean, you say it a hundred times. Man City are capable of going on a 14, 15 yeah, game could. winning run. They absolutely yeah. could. The, and there's no chance that hard, do but, but I'm not, I'm not to be a that. jangler now. Like if they yeah. start, like. Oh, Kieran B said he's sitting up the front of the bus, right? Uh, Red Steve said, I'll drive the bus. Um, I'm not driving, I'll be on the cans. But Sean, I'm going to test your age now. Do you remember on the buses where you used to go up the front? On the double deckers, and you and can look down the driver. Look down head. at the driver. Yeah. <laughs> will you be on the bus for us doing that, or will you be on the side of the path waving and us going? You're a pack of spas. I'll be on top of the bus on the outside. Yes, you will. <laughs> no you clothes will. on. Go on. Like some now, Mad Max, and a guitar in my hand. Are you, is it still no. on, Sean? Are you giving us a bit? Uh, I, I, it's a still a huge ask. We need another swing, and I still feel we need to be perfect. Um, and that I think. The big thing for me is I look today and um, we remarked upon it earlier that we're going to kind of have a full-strength squad now after this little break. Yeah. And as long as we can keep City honest. Now, I, if this is another year and we are a bit closer, I would probably be able to tell you the days that we play before City yeah. and when they play after us. And that will be a factor because we've got to keep them honest. Yeah. And... Um, like I seen, so someone made a great point there. It's up to us now to kind of create chaos yeah. uh, in this league uh, and make them put pressure on them to be good because they could have been easily turned over last night, and they weren't. To be fair, they do drop points, but um, the main thing is it doesn't give a fuck what I say. It doesn't matter. That's just the truth. I'm on, no, but I'm on here just giving an opinion. The main thing is is that that squad of twenty two, twenty three players, and all of the staff. We'll still believe they have a chance, and and that's yeah. the main thing because what I say on here won't affect the outcome of a title race. We just got to keep them honest uh, for as long as we can, and need others to do our job. Like there's this scenario of people saying Villa's gonna be if we get to the last day of the season and we can win the league, this is a fucking good season in my yeah. opinion. That's just well, the C- City's next game is at home to Brentford, um, the day before we play Leicester, and then we they are a they are away. Sorry, I'll tell you now. Sorry, I, I had it there. But that's um, the psychology of it. They have a nice game against Brentford, who I've gone to show you. And then we have Leicester, you know what I mean? So you have to yeah, get so, over so these they're, hurdles. They're home on the Wednesday, the 9th of February. They're home to Brentford. We're home to Leicester the night, the night after. On Saturday, the 12th of February, they're away to Norwich. And we play away to Burnley the following day. And then it's the following week, we play at home to Norwich. And they host sports. So Liverpool need to be looking to win the next two and then seeing if Spurs can do something against City where we hope where we host Norwich. That's just the way it is. We're, we're gonna start looking them up, but it's gonna get like that after it is, and I and I said it. I said it the first the first one to slip, the first one to make an error. Um if City do it, it's or if we do it, it's over. If City do it, we've yeah. a, we've a, we've a we've sniff. We've now we've got we we've got ourselves running six if we win that game in hand. We have to go and win the head he had, regardless of what happens, yeah. right, for me. Yeah. But if City were to slip again and we were to capitalise and go in four of them going into the head he had, it's game ball. You know what I mean? Then absolutely, yeah. You know because I mean? there's going to be loads of it's probably the, the it's probably now, there's two games a week. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've said it I've said it last week, the next slip is probably, probably what defines it. 
yeah. was wrong. It's probably the next one from today. <laughs> and it's probably going to be like that. It's, do you know what? It's probably going to be like that until Liverpool have the chance to say, go within, say, two points of City. Yeah. And then someone slips and see how it goes. But we're still Because then it. you're bringing draws into it then. And yeah. we've, we say it all the time. A draw is like a defeat now. In yeah, this here I know draws can You need yeah. three. Three points, three points, yeah. three points, and yeah. if you can get City to within a point in, in a stage where draws are now go from, then you put the pressure on. That's our rocky mm-hmm. fallback again. You know when Drago gets caught, if we can bleed and bloody their nose, they could go. Yeah. Sh- not go. Well, I'm, 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 I'm well up for. I'm well up for. I think we beat Leicester. I think we beat Burnley, and then I think we beat Norwich. So we're putting nine on the board, and let's see what City yeah. can put on. That's that's the way I'm looking at it. We need nine. There's no. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. If we draw another game, we're gone. That's the way I look at it. But the key um, is getting these players back because we've said it well, there. Look, if we can get Thiago looking, back into that strength. midfield, if we get Thiago, and I'll tell you who we could do with. Sean, he's going to is We're all getting horny again. Oh, we're mad horny. horny. Big mad time horny as. Because I'm going to throw Maddie Kate into the mix. Who was it? Uh, who sang the song Horny? I'm going to see if I can get a version of it as the intro to this show. I'll play on the team whistle. Yeah. Do, do you know what's going to be big? Like, there's there's going to be literally, I reckon, from the end of February on, there will be not nobody's going on holidays in the Premier League this year. Yeah. No, in March, April, and May, no. nobody is no. going on holidays no. because it's lot. It's it's <laughs> well, only definitely had David fucking eleven games to play to catch up. Yeah, it's <laughs> literally like it's it's bottlenecked on both ends, sort of. Yeah. Apart from, yeah. it's like a fucking, it's like an hourglass. Yeah. That's basically what the league is like. Yeah. Like, if you're too close to the mid table, you could end up in the bottom, and if you're pushing up, that you can end News up in tea. Europe. There's just News so tea. much to um, there's so much to play for now, and there's some mad results like in even in the bottom half. So they're yeah. all going to be playing each other. So there's going to be no gimmies. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. there's zero gimmies left, and it. it Sky might actually get the fucking season that they they were yeah, they were counting around December. Well, we'll we'll see, but um, oh, I'd love it to go down to the last day of the season. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guy, but I, I I can't help but have it on in the background here. But the, Tom Brady is gonna do it again, and if he does, it's just stupid. I honestly, right. oh, yeah, I'm seven. sick of him. I'm sick. A of minute ago, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of him. I'm <laughs> right. sick of him. Well, listen, we get through this quick as we can, right? Um, boy, we we want we want to tell people that this show is dedicated to Meatloaf, who sadly passed away during the week. People <laughs> think that's weird, but it's not because we constantly always talk about two hour three ain't bad being a massive it's karaoke hit. It's Keith Chun. Um, Paradise by the dashboard light is another yeah. one that um, we would throw out there yeah. on a karaoke night. So we just want to say. Um, You'd be missed. Meatloaf will be missed. But the last thing I want to talk about is um, Felicon, who is our charity partner. Now, if you're watching now, don't go away. There's nearly 500 is watching there. Yeah. Do not Stay go away. Where you Stay are. where you are, please. Um, hit the like button because there's about half of you have hit the like button. All right. Um, but Felicon, as people may or may not know, is our charity partner. It's a charity that looks after bereaved parents who've lost ki- ch- children during pregnancy or shortly after pregnancy. They were formed by a group of bereaved parents who got together and started this charity, which is phenomenal on its own. You know, I couldn't imagine going through that, but then having the strength to go and form a charity to help others is absolutely um, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So make sure that you um, please look in the show description. Um, You will see the link to their website. You can have a look. Of exactly what they're all about and exactly what the money we're trying to raise can do for them and also there's a link to our donate page there where you can click on it it takes about a minute 
to fill out everything you need to fill out and you can make a donation and I can tell you we're about four or five hundred quid in at the moment which is good for the first couple of days and I think that will that 400 quid will basically look after their helpline for a month or six weeks at the moment so that's how big it is for um, these people um, Keith you've had a say and Kev's had a say and so I'm going to leave them to it Shawnee um, you like rallying the troops just shouting at them until they do stuff that you want them to do um, this is a brilliant charity. We're working our bollocks off with this. You know this. Um, can we do the 10K, Shawnee? What do you reckon? Can we do the 10K? There's no, can we? Do we have to. I think we will, yeah. to be honest. Well, we with won't you. stop um, when we get to it. Like. How quickly Look, can we do it? The, Gav, I've, I've been involved in this punk podcast for as, as long as I can remember. And you're at the coming in now and kind of taking the reins. And ever since you've always had your heart in the right place in terms of what you do it for and how you do it for. So we had Kane Strong and we had um, we had Sienna. Sienna. So And I still follow Sienna's mother on, on Instagram and yeah. you see the positive impact I had. Like, you know what I mean? And it made me proud to be part of this, to be honest with you. And when I seen you doing this again, I know you're only doing this to benefit somebody else. There's nothing really in this for you. You you look at yourself thinking, right, what can I do? Obviously, we'll have a great day out and we'll enjoy it. But the end goal is to help these people. Now, unfortunately, I've had someone in my family who have been affected by what this charity supports. So it kind of does, it cuts kind of deep a little bit in that in that sense where I understand um, how important there is that there is support for people in times like this. And what you're trying to do, Gav, is it's unbelievable. And you don't ask for much. You hardly ask for anything at all, to be fair. And uh, I, I think this is huge. Um, and the prob- the best part of, it, part of it is, if you really want to be that involved, there's going to be a time, date and a place where we're all going to be together. Uh, whether you play golf or you don't play golf, we're going to hope to meet some some heads from the chat here. Obviously, you will. all the lads you from will the trippers will be there. There's going to be prizes I'll, on the day. It's I'll let, be you, I'll let you continue now because I'm telling you now, there's, there's listeners playing golf for us. There's listeners yeah. going to have a drink with us that night. Now, limit, numbers are limited because of the area we're going to take up. But, like, oh, no, I get nothing out of it. The only thing I get out of it is having to go and buy more pens because I'm constantly writing fucking yeah. stuff down, right? But I, I just, I've never heard of this charity before. Um, mm. it was someone brought it to me someone belonging to the podcast brought it to me and showed it to me and um, I went yes yeah, straight away um, but it is It's I'm being honest with you Sean it's, it's, the, it's the thing that the podcast stands for now um, yeah. and I, I don't say I, and I make no apologies for saying that people probably think you know oh no it's about football and all. yeah we talk about football but I think if we can do good two or three times a year in, in this sort of way yeah, that's that's bigger than football. It's it's something where you just go, you know what? We're having a good time, and we know we've a great community that watch us, and if we can all help out um, every couple of months. And what's this, this is not anyway? like um, this is different from the rest of them because although like Sienna, there's nothing really in it for us. We're gonna have a day out here. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's all going to be for a good cause and we're all going to get around because, look, let's be honest, it's been a tough couple of years for everybody Yeah. with all the shit that's gone on mm. and there's something very liberating about this weekend that it feels like we're getting back to normal and I feel like this is a massive opportunity for us all to get together and who knows, we could be fucking celebrating that in June in terms of Liverpool. 
could be number seven, it could be number 20, could be a treble, quadruple, it could be fucking nothing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're all going to be there together and it's all for a good cause. So, look, listen, like I said, Gav doesn't ask for much, he hardly asks for anything. The least you can do is all this content is free. There's about 76 shows a week now. Yeah, that's on. He's doing twelve shows a day. Like I don't. It's like playing Sky News twenty four seven. What the fuck's going on? I'm lost. I'm hands all over. Hey, Borley and all. It's going to be doing podcasts next week. We have Gav has Kay Borley and all doing miserable old fuck. I'm not having a word. Look, just do whatever you can. Throw your hands in your pockets and throw it to what because it's all going towards this charity and the day out. And I hope to see you all there in in June. Emma Cavanagh says touchdown. I I hate him. He's so good, I think. Yeah, he's fucking great. Ladies. If Alex, Olivier if Alex says Tom Brady is the devil's quarterback. Yeah. Just... And then, and a few people have said that with Olivier on this, um, or, or with uh, Reclaimer on this, sorry, he says, uh, some merchandise. The thing about merchandise is, it costs you money to make it. Yeah. And then when you actually sell it, you know, you'd have to be selling it at extortionate amounts to yeah. uh, make money off it. You know the sort of way. Um, we will. I will look into it though. Don't get me wrong. I will look into it if I can get something done up with regards to t-shirts or caps or badges or whatever it might be. I'll see. But to be honest with you, lads, like a t-shirt will cost us about twelve quid to get, and then we'd have to charge you probably twenty quid for the t-shirt, and that's eight quid, right? And then you'd need probably a hundred people to buy that mm. t-shirt to justify getting that money. You know the sort of way. Yeah, we kind of have to be careful as to where we point our efforts in this yeah. you know the way like the golf day has been you can't get a spot on it it's sold out um to play um nearly every hole or every every thing that we've asked to be sponsored on the day is nearly gone i think it's only four or five slots left and with regards to the night time um and having a drink you know what i mean we're just inundated with the amount of people that can come but if, you, if you're interested in coming let me know um and we'll try sort something out but there is limited numbers because of we we, ha- we couldn't go and book somewhere with, that would hold 500 people they just won't they won't do it for you if you say how many have you got I think there's about 50 at the moment but I'll see what we can get you know the sort of way but it's a learning curve for us with this we've done we've done stuff before we've had live events and stuff but we've never done anything like this so it's kind of a learning curve and we probably try and make it a yearly thing and next year we could double the amount of players and probably put it in a fixed place where the golf and the entertainment and all is all done in the one spot but at the moment the learning curve for us and the golf day was going ahead regardless it was just the charity came was brought to us and we went yeah let's put it on this charity the golf day was just a reason for us to get out but we've made it into a charity thing as well so um, let's see um, let's see where we can go I'll have a look at the merchandise I'll talk to the lad that does the merchandise for us and we'll see where we go but please 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 look at failacon.ie it's in the show description. It's on our website. Like, if you click lfcdt.com, the first thing that comes up is their website and the link to the donate page. And if we, 10 grand is their target by the um, by the 10th of June. If we don't make it by then, we'll just keep going till we get it. Thomas says, Gav, are we having a pistol for Sienna or is that going to be in June with the golf? You did say something to have in January. I will donate either way. Love meatloaf along with Keith. Thomas, um, <clears throat> the night out for Sienna is a completely different thing. Um, it's a completely different thing. Um, what we are, we were looking, but we didn't plan anything for Sienna because of the restrictions going on due yeah. to COVID. Now, with them being lifted, we can start looking into something for her, but we'd hope to do that maybe 
February, March time. Um, and if we do, of course, people are more than welcome to come along as well. Uh, Archibald says, are you watching this, Sean? I presume when he's talking about Stafford's it. Stafford's after launching it. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, Gav. I'm so sorry. I'm, and I don't mean it in, with the greatest respect. This is the best phone you can have with your clothes on. It's fucking absolute bonkers. Well, we'll all head off and do it now. Tarek says, can you do a a GoFundMe? Tarek, we haven't used GoFundMe this time. We've used a thing called iDonate. The link is in the description. It's very similar to GoFundMe. You click on it, you put in your information, you tell us how much you want to do, and you do it through that. You can pay via PayPal, card, whatever it might be. Roy, we're out of here. Kev, anything else quickly before we go? No, no, no. All good. Good stuff, the next good stuff. Good stuff. Good um, stuff. There'll be quizzes and drafts and all coming your way now um, because if we don't play cards until the 6th of February. Keith, anything else before we go? No. Rest in peace, Meatloaf. Even though he was an anti-vax douchebag, you know, he's did still great. Why did you say that? Baby, we can talk all night. All right, you've, sang, you've, you've brought it back. You've brought but it back. Shawnee, I know you're watching no the NFL. Um, you don't give a fuck now at this stage. Ah, he's lost now. It, I, I was genuinely convinced that he was the devil. Because okay. <laughs> okay. how can you be so good looking? How can you get better with age? Yeah. How can it's like in Breaking Bad? Jesse says, "How can you keep getting away with it?" It's just he didn't tonight, thankfully, okay. and it's it's actually set up to be the. It's probably the best NFL season since. If the Boys Bills can get rid of the Chiefs later on, that's it. Happy well, I'm going days. to I'm going to watch some the NFL, see what's too. going on. Jay Williams. Well, I'll the be game later should be another banger as well. Yeah. All right, I'll sit down. I have, I have a um, cabbage cream egg and a caramel egg in there, so I'm gonna they're back on the shelves. By the way, just to let people know, um, I'll be hitting up all my trippers' contacts for a spot on the night out. I have your number, Gav. Do you, Jay? Um, if you have my number, WhatsApp me there, and we'll see if you have it. Um, because I don't think <laughs> you have, but if you need it, I'll give it to you. <laughs> don't give a fuck. Um, Roy, that has been it. That has been the Fatback Four. Thanks a million for everyone for joining us. Don't forget to hit the like button on the way out. Subscribe because someone says we're just about to hit 12k, apparently. Um, share across your social media. And, of course, don't forget our charity. That's the main thing. Watch if you want. Like us if you want. Share if you want. Subscribe if you want. But please, please, please go and check out that donate link. That has been the Fatback Four. We will be back with you tomorrow with the COP update um, at 2pm. Should be a forum on tomorrow as well. And then we look at the rest of the week because... It's going to be drafts and quizzes and all. It's going to be great fun for two weeks. Can't wait. Talk to you in a bit. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.